I'm a gun lover, a veteran, and a family man. I believe in the Second Amendment and responsible gun ownership. I'm Skip, and this is Gunsmoke. Hey y'all, we're back. I'd like to talk about a fellow that I've held in high regard for a lot of years uh, because of his dedication, his professionalism, and dedicated everything to what he was doing. He was just just a hell of a guy. I almost got to meet him one time, but that just didn't pan out. His name was Carlos Hathcock. Now, Carlos Norman Hathcock was a United States Marine sniper with a service record of 93 confirmed kills. Now, Hathcock's record as an extraordinary uh, details of missions he undertook made him a legend in the Marines. He was honored by having a rifle named after him. It was a variant of the M21, dubbed the Springfield Armory M25 Whitefeather. Now, that was for the nickname Whitefeather given to Hathcock by the North Vietnamese People's Army of Vietnam. Now, Hathcock was born in Little Rock, Arkansas on May 20, 1942. He grew up in Wine, Arkansas, living with his grandmother after his parents separated for the first 12 years of his life. While visiting relatives in Mississippi, he took to shooting and hunting at a very early age, partly out of necessity to help feed his poor family. He would go into the woods with his dog and pretend to be a soldier and hunt imaginary Japanese with an old Mauser his uh, father brought back from World War II. He hunted at the age, early age of uh, with a 22 caliber J.C. Higgins single-shot rifle. Hathcock dreamed of being a Marine throughout his childhood, and so on May 20, 1959, at the age of 17, he enlisted in the Marine Corps. Hathcock married Joe Winstead on uh, the date of the Marine Corps' birthday, which was November 10, 1962. So, uh... uh, Joe gave birth to a son, whom they named Carlos Norman Hathcock III. Now, before deploying to South Vietnam, Hathcock had won shooting championships, including matches at uh, Camp Perry and Wimbledon Cup. In uh, 1966, Hathcock started his deployment in the Vietnam War as a military policeman, and later became a sniper after Captain Edward James Land pushed the Marines to raising snipers in every platoon. Land uh, later recruited Marines who had set their own records in sharpshooting. He quickly found Hathcock, whom had won the Wilmington Cup and uh, the most prestigious prize for long-range shooting at Camp Perry in 1965. During the Vietnam War, Hathcock had 93 confirmed kills. Uh, That's of uh, PAVN and Viet Cong personnel. Now, the Vietnam War kills had to be confirmed by an acting third party who had to be an officer beside the sniper's spotter. Snipers often had, did not have an acting third party present making confirmations difficult, especially if the target was behind enemy lines, as usually was the case. Hathcock himself estimated that he'd killed between 300 and 400 enemy enemy personnel during his time in the Vietnam War. 
The PAVN placed a bounty of $30,000 on Hascock's life for killing so many other men. Rewards uh, put the U.S. snipers by the PAVN typically ranging from eight to $2,000. Hathcock held a record for the highest bounty and killed every known Vietnamese marksman who sought after him to collect it. Now, the Viet Cong and PAVN called Hathcock Long Trang. That's translated as White Feather Sniper because of the white feather he kept in a band on his bush, of, on his bush hat. After the platoon of Vietnamese snipers was sent down to hunt him down, Whitefeather, many Marines in the same area, donned white feathers to deceive the enemy. Now, these Marines were aware of the impact uh, Hathcock's death would have and took it upon themselves to make themselves targets in order to confuse counter-snipers. One of Hathcock's most famous accomplishments was shooting an enemy sniper through the enemy's own rifle scope, hitting him in the eye and killing him. Hathcock and John Roland Burke, his spotter, were stalking the enemy sniper in the jungle near Hill 55, the fire base from which Hathcock was operating out of, and that was southwest of Da Nang. The sniper known as only as Cobra had already killed several Marines and was believed to have been uh, uh, specifically sent to kill Hathcock. When Hathcock saw the glint, glint or light reflecting off the enemy sniper's scope, uh, in the bushes, he fired at it, shooting through the scope and killing the sniper. Now, I had seen a video on him where he talked about that. They had moved around trying to uh, get a shot at each other, and eventually the, the Vietnamese guy moved to the original spot Hathcock was in, and he was in the position originally that the uh, Vietnamese guy had. And when he saw the glint off his scope, he aimed for that glint, and the bullet went dead through the sniper's scope and killed him. Took him out right in the eye. You've seen that in movies like uh, Sniper, uh, Shooter, and uh, Saving Private Ryan was even a shot like that. But anyway, he fired at it, shooting it through the scope and killing the sniper. Hathcock said it went straight through the scope, never touched the sides, and got the guy. Hathcock took possession of the dead sniper's rifle, hoping to bring it back as home as a trophy. But after he turned it in and tagged it, it was stolen from the armory. Now, a female Viet Cong platoon leader named the Apache Woman had a reputation for torturing captive U.S. Marines. And in this video, he described that, didn't like talking about it. She said she was skinning them. And, uh, and she was killed by Hathcock around the fire base at Hill 55. And he also did say this was not, this was personal, so... He said very personal, so he took care of business. Hathcock only once removed uh, the white feather from his bush hat while deployed in Vietnam. During a volunteer mission days before the end of his first deployment, he crawled over 1,500 yards of a field to shoot a PAVN general. He was not informed of the details of the mission until he accepted it. This effort took four days and three nights without sleep of constant inch-by-inch -inch crawling and Hathcock said that uh, he was almost stepped on as he lay camouflaged in the grass and vegetation in a meadow shortly before sunset. At one point, he was nearly bitten by a bamboo viper, but had the presence of mind to avoid moving and giving up his position. As the general exited his encampment, 
Hathcock fired a single shot that struck the general in the chest and killing him. After an arduous mission of killing the PAVN General Hathcock, uh, returned to the United States in 1967. He missed the Marine Corps, however, and returned to Vietnam in 69, where he took command of a platoon of snipers. Now, on September 16, 1969, career, uh, Hathcock's career as a sniper came to a sudden end along Highway 1, north of LZ Baldy, and uh, that's when the LVT-5 he was riding in uh, struck an anti-tank uh, anti mine. Hathcock pulled seven Marines from the flaming Gulf vehicle, suffering severe burns, some third degree, to his face, arms, and legs, before someone pulled him away and placed him in some water because he was unaware of how badly he had been burnt. While recovering, Hathcock received a Purple Heart. Nearly 30 years later, he received a Silver Star for this action. Now, Hathcock and, his, and the seven Marines he pulled from the vehicle were evacuated by helicopter hospital ship in uh, the USS Repose and then to a naval hospital in uh, Tokyo and ultimately to a burn center in Brooks Army Medical Center in San Antonio, Texas. After returning to active duty, uh, Hathcock established, uh, helped establish the Marine Corps Scout Sniper School at the Marine Base in Quantico, Virginia. Due to his extreme injuries suffered in Vietnam, he was nearly in constant pain, but he continued to dedicate himself to teaching snipers. In 1975, Hathcock's health began to deteriorate and he was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. He stayed in the Marine Corps, but his uh, health continued to decline. And in just 55 days short of his 20 years that would have made him eligible for discharge, he received 100% disability pay. He would have received only 50% of his final pay grade had he retired after 20 years. He fell into a state of depression when he was forced out of the Marines because he felt as if the service had kicked him out. During his depression, his wife, Joe nearly left him but decided to stay. Hathcock eventually picked up the hobby of shark fishing, which helped him overcome his depression. Hathcock provided sniper instruction to police departments and select military units, such as Mil uh, SEAL Team 6. Hathcock once said that he survived in his work because of an ability to get in the bubble, to put himself in a state of utter, complete, absolute concentration, first with his equipment, then with his environment, in which every breeze and every leaf meant something, and finally, onto his quarry. After the war, a friend showed Hathcock a passage written by Ernest Hemingway. Certainly, there is no hunting like the hunting of man, and those who have hunted armed men along, uh, long enough to like it never really care for anything else thereafter. He copied Heming in Hemingway's words on a piece of paper. He got that right, Hathcock said. It was a hunt, not a killing. And uh, he also said in his book, written about his career as a sniper. I like shooting, I love hunting, but I never did enjoy killing anybody. It was my job. If I, didn't, if I don't get those bastards, they're gonna kill a lot of those kids that are dressed up like Marines. And that's the way I look at it. Now, Hathcock's son, Carlos Hathcock III, later enlisted in the Marine Corps. He, he retired from the Marine Corps as a gunnery sergeant after following his father's footsteps as a shooter and became a member of the Board of Governors of the Marine Corps' Distinguished Shooters Association. 
Hathcock died on February 22, 1999. It was in Virginia Beach, Virginia, from complications resulting from multiple sclerosis. He was buried at Woodlawn Memorial Gardens in Norfolk, Virginia. Now, his legacy. Now, Hathcock remains a legend in the Marine Corps as a gunnery sergeant. Carlos Hathcock Award is presented annually by the National Defense Industrial Association to recognize an individual who has made significant contributions in operational employment and tactics of small arms weapons systems which have impacted the readiness and capabilities of the U.S. military or law enforcement. The Marine Corps League, or MCL, sponsors an annual program with 12 award categories, which include the Gunnery Sergeant Carlos Hathcock II Award, presented to an enlisted Marine who has made an outstanding contribution to the improvement of marksmanship training. A sniper range named for Carlos Hathcock is at Camp Lejeune in North Carolina. In uh, 1967, Hathcock set a record for the longest sniper kill. He used an M2 50 cal Browning machine gun mounted on a telescope, mounted with a telescopic sight at the range of 2,500 yards, and he killed the North Viet Cong gorilla with it. In 2002, his record was broken by Canadian snipers Rob Furlong and Aaron Perry from a third battalion of the Princess Patricia's Canadian Light Infantry during the war of, uh, in Afghanistan. Hathcock was one of several individuals who utilized the uh, M2 Browning machine gun as a sniper, sniper weapon. This success led to the adoption of the 50 BMG cartridge as a viable sniper round. Sniper rifles have since been designed around and chambered in this caliber since the 1970s. Springfield Armory designed a highly accurized version of their M1A Supermatch rifle with a Macmillan stock and match-grade barrel and dubbed it the M25 Whitefeather. The rifle had the likeness of Hathcock's signature on its Whitefeather logo marked on the receiver. Turner Saddlebury has uh, similarly honored uh, Hathcock by producing a line of leather rifle slings based on this design. The slings are embossed with Hathcock's signature. And on March 9, 2007, the Rifle and Pistol Complex at Marine Corps Air Station in Miramar was officially renamed the Carlos Hathcock Range Complex. Interesting read. There's more to it than just that, but I had to shorten it down just a little bit. Excellent guy, very dedicated man. And uh, that's all I got to say about that. But great guy. Anyway, if you've got any bitches, gripes, or complaints, feel free to send me an email at gunsmoke at yahoo.com. That's G-U-N-S-M smoke, all lowercase, at yahoo.com. Till next time, y'all take care.